0: grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Welcome to our podcast, To Be a Christian, the Anglican Catechism in a Year, where we are learning what it means to be a Christian and the essentials for our Christian faith and lives. Each day we are reading one catechism question, the appointed scripture lessons, and concluding with a relevant collect from the Book of Common Prayer. This is day 146, and we are studying the sacrament of marriage. Today we are on question 146 What is marriage? Our readings today from Genesis 2, Song of Solomon 4, Matthew 19, John 2, Romans 7, and Hebrews 13. Today we will conclude with a prayer adapted from address to the congregation in holy matrimony. Question 146 What is marriage? Christian marriage or holy matrimony is a lifelong covenant between one man and one woman, uniting them in self-giving love, joy, and faithfulness. It is ordained by God for the procreation and spiritual nurture of children, the sanctification of husband and wife, the mutual support of their common life, and the flourishing of family, church, and society. Husband and wife enter into this covenant by exchanging vows before God in the presence of witnesses. Genesis chapter 2, verses 18 through 25. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Now out of the ground the Lord God had formed every beast of the field and every bird of the heavens, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was his name. The man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found a helper fit for him. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept took one of his ribs and closed up the place with his flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man he made into a woman, and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother, and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verses 7-10 through 10. You are altogether beautiful, my love. There is no flaw in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Depart from the peak of Ammanah, from the peak of Senir and Hermon, from the dens of lions from the mountains of leopards. You have captivated my heart, my sister, my bride. You have captivated my heart with one glance of your eyes, with one jewel of your necklace. How beautiful is your love, my sister, my bride. How much better is your love than wine, and the fragrance of your oils than any spice. Matthew chapter 19, verses 3 through 9. And Pharisees came up to him and tested him by asking, Why then did Moses give command one to give a certificate of divorce and to send her away? He said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses allowed you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning it was not so. And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. John chapter 2 verses 1 through 11 On the third day there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the wedding with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what does this have to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now there were six stone water jars, there for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. And they filled them up to the brim, and he said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the master of the feast. So they took it. When the master of the feast tasted the water now become wine, and did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew, the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him, Every one serves the good wine first, and when people have drunk freely, then the poor wine. But you have kept the good wine until now. This, the first of his signs, Jesus did at Cana in Galilee, and manifested his glory, and his disciples believed in him. Romans chapter 7 verses 2 through 3 For a married woman is bound by law to her husband while he lives, but if her husband dies she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law, and if she marries another man, She is not an adulteress. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 4 Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Question 146. What is marriage? Christian marriage or holy matrimony is a lifelong covenant between one man and one woman, uniting them in self-giving love, joy, and faithfulness. It is ordained by God for the procreation and spiritual nurture of children, the sanctification of husband and wife, the mutual support of their common life, and the flourishing of family, church, and society. Husband and wife enter into this covenant by exchanging vows before God in the presence of witnesses. An Address to the Congregation in Holy Matrimony Dearly beloved, we have gathered together in the presence of God to witness and bless the joining together of this man and this woman and holy matrimony. Almighty God established the bond and covenant of marriage and creation as a sign of the mystical union between Christ and his church. Our Lord Jesus Christ adorned this manner of life by his presence and first miracle at a wedding in Cana of Galilee. And it is commended by Holy Scripture to be held in honor among all people. The union of husband and wife in heart, body, and mind was ordained by God for the procreation of children and their nurture in the knowledge and love of the Lord, for mutual joy, and for the help and comfort given one another, in prosperity and adversity, to maintain purity, so that husbands and wives with all the household of God might serve as holy and undefiled members of the body of Christ, and for the upbuilding of Christ's kingdom and family, church, and society, to the praise of his holy name. Therefore marriage is not to be entered into unadvisedly or lightly but reverently, deliberately, and in accordance with the purposes for which it was ordained by Almighty God. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Amen.